0: We are now up to Magid in our Seder, and Magid begins with a curious statement. It's a statement made in Aramaic, which needs its own explanation. And uh, we call out and we invite guests to come. We say, anybody who is hungry should come and eat. Anybody who needs to join in the Korban Pesach should come and join us uh, and enjoy the Pesach meal and the Pesach festivities. And the question is, why are we doing this? It doesn't make any sense. If we wanted to invite guests, we should be doing so, well, now. Now it's like two weeks before Pesach, and we are already arranging our pseudos and our guests. Should be arranged well ahead of time. Come Pesach, come se- Leil HaSeder, as we're sitting down at our meals. Um, after the first few steps of the Seder, this is not the time to be inviting people. And if we are going to invite people, we should walk to the door and open it, and shout out in the streets, anybody who would like a meal should come in. Um, We do that later on in the Seder, when we read the passage of Shavu HaMascha, after we pour the kosher Eliyahu all the way at the end of the Seder. But really, we should be doing it now, as we go to invite people to our Seder. So what's this uh, invitation all about? One beautiful answer given in the Chok Yaakov, which is a very important commentary to the Shulchan Aruch on Hilchas Pesach, he says, he suggests that this invitation, called dichvin ye sevi where we call out to people to join us in for our Seder, is not for strangers, not for people who are outside our home, but rather it's for those who are already here, sitting at our table. We call out to them, we call out to each other, anybody who is in need should join us. And everybody is truly in need of a Leil HaSeder. Everybody is in need of time together where we recall Sipur Yaseus Misrayim and we enjoy Yantav together and uh, connect to the ideas of Pesach. So this is not so much an invitation as much it is a call for mindfulness, for people to recognize that they are a valuable and integral part of the Seder and they should listen up and participate. And perhaps it's a call to ourselves as well that we too should go about the Seder not in a way that, uh, not as strangers, and not as people who are going through it by rote, but as being uh, part of the B'nei Bias, being in the inner circle of those who are active and those who are um, constantly engaged and feel ownership of the Leil HaSeder. That is the beautiful explanation of the Chok Yaakov. Connected to this idea of feeling invited and feeling like you belong on the Seder night, I had mentioned a story uh, featuring of Yosef Chayin Zanonfeld that I had uh, said between Mincha and, and I'll repeat it now in the recording. There were uh, two men who came from the diaspora, from Chutz L'Aretz, to be in Yerushalayim for Pesach, and they happened upon the house of Yosef Chayin Zanonfeld, who was the Rav of Yerushalayim, one of the uh, the great leaders of that era, uh, a tremendous Talmud Chacham, and the tzaddik, and they had asked him if they could join him for the seder. So he said, "Of course they can. You can join." Uh, whereupon they offered him <clears throat> a bag full of money, and this money they said was to pay their way, was to pay for their spot at his table, and uh, much to the surprise of those who had witnessed this scene, he took it. He accepted it. He was a uh, he was known for his hospitality, for his benevolence, for his kindness, for his chesed, and uh, yet he was um, willing to accept their money to have them se- seated at his seder. So he accepted the money, and uh, they enjoyed the seder with Yosen Chayim Zanunfeld. The, uh, the next day they were looking around to try to find a second seder. They came from Choslaretz, they needed a second seder uh, to join. And unlike today, when there are perhaps more second seders than there are uh, Non second Seder's in Yusha in Eretz Yisrael, uh, they couldn't find one. And uh, so, in consultation with Riv Zonenfeld, they ended up staying in their hotel room, and there they had the Seder with each other. Uh, Part of the way through the Seder, there was a knock at their hotel room door, and in walked Riv Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld with that bag of money that they had given him on Erev Pesach. And he left, he wished them a good Yantif, and he left it there on on their table in their hotel room, and he left. And they were powerless. It was yantif for them. It wasn't yantif for him. He was able to bring over the money. But they were powerless. They couldn't do anything. Uh, they couldn't return the money to him because it was yantif and that money was muxa. Uh Later he explained the reason he did this was because it was clear that they felt uncomfortable coming to his meal. And that's why they wanted coming to his Seder. And that's why they wanted to pay their way. So he wanted them to feel ownership. He wanted them to feel like they were really part of it. And therefore, he accepted their money so that they would feel like they paid their way and they belong. After the Seder, after they had that experience of feeling like they were really belonged, he found a ruse, an ingenious way of getting the money back to them. Uh, and that just uh, shows this idea of trying to ensure that our guests, and I'm exten- uh, extending this to ourselves, really feel like we belong.